Beavis? <laughs> uh, are you like, you know, taking a dump? <laughs> Beavis, you're in there with a photo album of naked chicks and you're taking a dump? <laughs> hey, Happy New Year. you know that it's now time for another fractured fairy tale with Kurt, Mark, and Lopez. A man and his wife had gone to bed. After laying in bed for a little while, the man cut a fart. His wife rolled over and asked, What in the world was that? The husband said, Touchdown! I'm ahead 7-0. A few minutes later, the wife let one loose. The husband said to her, was that? And she replied, Touchdown! Tie score! Well, the husband lay there for about ten minutes more trying to work one up. He tried so hard he crapped in the bed. His wife asked, Now what in the world was that? And he said, Halftime! Switch sides! Now we have to grab your fiancé Wait right a back. minute, wait a minute. I'm a reasonable guy, but I've just experienced some very unreasonable things. It depends on how you look at the it. The hell it does. So somebody, I don't care who, tell me what is going on. Wait a minute. Two Squid Podcast with your host, Dre.
she said her piece. All right, it's Dre Tattoo Squid Podcast here with Big Nick from Gag on this podcast. That's a lovely metaphor. <laughs> it is, it is, it, and it grabs the attention. Oh, it does, it does. I'm like, especially when the girl goes on, you're like, Gag on this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like that little giggle at him. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, when you gag on this, you don't go, ah, you go, ah. No, oh, she um that's uh nikki from the dear nikki podcast she thankfully recorded that and she actually gave me a minute and a half of just her saying like gag on this in different ones and she actually did the the gag sound and i was like you know i don't know if i want to put that on there but i still have it <laughs> wait wait see let's see tattoos <laughs> oh that could work you know yeah <laughs> so dear nikki you hear this? <laughs> yeah. Message me. Yeah. <laughs> DM. What was that? Yeah, DM. You know, capital D, capital M. You know. <laughs> it does, and it doesn't mean dominatrix. No, it does nothing. Because she, she has some like raunchy, raunchy shit. Yeah. I heard a couple of things on air, but I'm like, wow, cool. <laughs> and what's weird is that's. From what she says, that's her regular voice. I know it's sultry and all that. I'm like, ooh. <laughs> yeah, because like Danny D, she'll put on a voice when she does her phone sex operator. With Nikki, that's just her yeah. normally. <laughs> I was like, and I like the, the whole like, you know, uh, promotion kind of thing that she puts on there. You know, it's just like, it, it, it really sucks you in. And that's not to say it like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Way to get your mind out of the gutter, there, buddy. <laughs> Man, I'm American and I'm a male. Come on, everybody does. It. Yeah. <laughs> like if I didn't think about it, somebody else will, and I don't want anybody else taking credit. <laughs> True. <laughs> you know, because I have a great mind, and everybody knows it. And even my girlfriend knows it too. You know, she really. You had to say that. Like, yes, I did. Yeah. <laughs> so tell us, <laughs> tell, <laughs> tell us what. Gag on, well, we all know what gag on this means, but, uh, you know, basically, what is it? Like, you know, tell the fans your your story on how this became what it is and how long you've done this. All right. Um, so we, uh, let's see, we started in July of 2018. Um, it was me. This guy, Jerron, and then Rob, who's still on. Yeah. Um, we all took a comedy class together, and I I do like some online radio. So what I wanted to do is just get a little bit bigger audience. So I started the podcast, and it sort of evolved from there. I mean, we used to do it at a comedy club. Danny D is a comedian. She would just show up and just sort of sit in on the podcast till yeah. eventually i realized i was like oh she gives us a hella downloads so let's bring her on yeah oh yeah definitely yeah and then um sharon he we interviewed his partner who's like a dominatrix um person and then sharon just started showing up and i was like fuck it come on the podcast so he's a regular yeah, I know. I, I I heard something about the tattoo on the the side or something that has something, and he's like, "Why did you get that?" 
You know. What oh I'm yeah, doing? yeah. You're talking about. Yeah, it's. It is a penis and balls, and they. Uh, it's dressed like a ghost. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, I remember it was a penis and balls, and I'm like, okay, there was something else. I just can't remember what it was, but especially when she's doing like a cowgirl thing, it's like why <laughs> yeah and it's one of those things that it's it once you lift there it is like there's no getting around it <laughs> like i love tattoos but you know that ew, ew. <laughs> like know. i even i even asked him i was like why did you like did she get it for free and he's like no she paid for it i was like why would you pay for that <laughs> i mean even the tattoos is going to like um are you sure? You know, because yeah, half, like <laughs> half the shit that like fuck this. See, like I got like all my arms done and you know my chest and everything else. And he called, you know, and I told him I'm like put that and this and usually there's a theme that goes on one arm. Mine on mine doesn't have a fucking theme. You know, I just put like random shit like everywhere and it fits basically. Yeah, you know? and you know, <laughs> then I had a heart problem. And then they gave me, uh, uh, the fuck was it called? Uh, uh, you know, the stuff, um, blood thinners. That's what it is. Oh, okay. So then I'm like, oh, okay, blood thinners. And I went back to the tattooers. I'm like, yeah, yeah. He goes, oh, so what did the doctor say? Oh, he gave me a whole bunch of blood thinners and all that. And I'm like, so what can I get done? And he goes, no, can't do it, man. He goes, if I tattoo you, you're going to be bleeding like a stuck pig. Yeah, man. Like, I'm like, really? You, know, you said that about drinking and shit, you know? It doesn't really happen, you know? <laughs> and, you know, I was like, all right, whatever. <laughs> so you, then I had to wait like three fucking months. So I'm like, shit, I was cringing, you know? <laughs> but I was, I was, you know, the reason why I was cringing because I was going through something, uh, something bad in a personal level. And my therapy was tattoos. So, you know, instead of drinking or, you know, I still drank, but I didn't drink like you would figure, you know, like, you know, everybody else would go and drink like two or three bottles of Grey Goose, you know, or whatever, whatever suits their mood. And mine was like, okay, I'll drink like a case of beer, but I've been doing that for like 15 fucking years. It didn't matter. Yeah. So it's not, but that was like before the whole personal issue thing happened. Uh, you know, but then all of a sudden I'm like, ah, tattoos, I'll just get a whole bunch done. And that was like therapy. <laughs> so, but I, I mean, I get it. My, uh, my wife, um, tattoos are kind of like her therapy. Like we're, we're going to get tattoos again soon. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I completely can see that, especially if you're into, you know, that's, sort of your way of releasing emotion i mean everybody's different and personally if you're getting a tattoo that's a lot better than you know shooting up meth in your dick yeah, yeah. i wasn't even gonna go into that area but yeah you know, <laughs> <laughs> i don't even think my dick want to go into that area <laughs> it's like oh hold on the whole the hole closes up you know <laughs> you're not entering here you know, <laughs> yeah, hey, it's the biggest vein there is. So if you're, you don't want to tie up, just bam. I see people get like pierced down there, and I'm like, no, 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 no. If I if I wanted to do that, I'd use a hammer and chisel. Yeah. Oh Jesus! You know? I felt I felt that comment. Yeah, well, no, but uh, yeah, uh, touche. Yeah, 
Yeah. Oh. <laughs> no, but especially there's a guy that I used to, we were hanging out, and it's a guy from the tattoo shop. And we, <laughs> we go in there, and, and he goes, hey, have you ever seen the Pain Olympics? And I'm like, the what? The and it was like, it was me, him, and like another tattoo artist, and like a friend of ours. And then our the guy that runs the place, he didn't even fucking show up yet. So now the desk is like here, right? And then the door is like right there. I mean, basically I could just be able to touch it like right here. And then all of a sudden he's like, yeah, look at this. And he shows like the sight. He's like, oh, look, you know, and then there's a guy with his like stick on the thing and he goes, you know, with a nail like that. And I'm like, dude, custom, I'm not even working there. My customers are gonna come in and people think I'm the tattoo artist because I got more than the tattoo artists themselves. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, because, you know, I sit there and I'm, I'm on the computer and want to see what else I'm going to get done. They let me use the computer. And, you know, people come in and they're like, oh, hey, um, you know, how much for this and doing this and, and, and how big can you do this? I'm like, well, I can do a stick figure, but, uh, you know, it'll be like a hundred bucks, but I'm not the artist. I'm the customer. <laughs> what? <laughs> what the hell? Then why are you charging? Because you're an idiot. You know? <laughs> and then it's like, where are the task artists over here? You know, they're sitting there smoking joints. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh shit, here we go. Yeah. But it was just like, have you, you got tattoos? Well, I know you said you yeah. got tattoos, but I mean, how much do you have? I mean, uh, not much. Um, I have a tattoo on my upper left arm that my brother drew. Um, it's like a one of those old 70s peace signs that's the American flag. Yeah. I have that. And then on my back, um, have you seen the show Oz? All right. Well, oh, you're talking about like the, the oh, you mean Oz, the, 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 the prison. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, oh, there's a, yeah, okay, I know. <laughs> yeah, so there's a, who is it? I forgot his name, but there's a guy there that has, in the shape of a cross, he has like different religious symbols. Yeah. And what I have on my back is, I think it's the Om symbol, the heart, the yin and yang, the onk going down, and then going across, it's, I think it's the peace symbol and the jane symbol so it makes like a cross but it's all different um different symbols oh okay yeah yeah we could it was just like i was i actually want to get the uh uh emblems i guess you would call them of like cartoon characters you know like like you know like thundercats you know you got like the the type you know the, the cat oh the like face. a logo yeah yeah the logo and all that but then have it going like, you know, from the belly around and all that, you know, like a, like a half circle kind of thing, you know. But everybody else is like, well, why don't you just put an M? And I'm like, no, I'm not gonna put McDonald's on there, you know. <laughs> like, you know I'm loving it. Like, Fuck you. I'm not fat, you know, that bad. But you know, I mean, even though I weigh myself, and I kind of cried. But <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the, do you have any like tattoo stories, like? You know, when you go into like the shop, was anything like weird or, uh, or was it just just basic? Yeah, you know? yeah, it was really just basic because 
how I got the first tattoo is um, we were in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. And the first day there, I went to the tattoo artist and I was like, this is what I want. This is all I want. Yeah. And he was like, that's fine. We can do that. And um, so he just did it. And then we chatted about random shit. Like the weird thing about going to Hawaii is if you if you ever go talk to the waiters and waitresses. Yeah. Because they all have a story about how they got to Hawaii. He chased a girl and then she dumped him and he was homeless and then he got a job as a tattoo artist and then the one on my back um the only thing that happened with this one is it's all black so i mean it it was bleeding she had to go deep and all that but i didn't wear deodorant so i was just shirtless just dripping and stinky yeah 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 been there done that I know <laughs> yeah we all done that <laughs> so you get nervous for that tattoo and all that you know you just get in there and you're like oh shit I know I put the arm somewhere but <laughs> yeah <laughs> but uh, uh, my my stories because I've always gone and this this is where my tattooers told me specifically to my face saying that I need an intervention so <laughs> because I, my work days at that time was I was doing 12 hour shifts and I would work like say you know like for instance like what's today Friday so like say I'll work like Thursday Friday I'll have Saturday Sunday Monday off and then work Tuesday Wednesday you know so forth so forth um, so the days off I would have I would go to the tattoo shop doesn't matter what days where it was you know so I'll go there like say Tuesday I'll get something done then I go back there on Wednesday, get something done on the other side of the office. Really? Yeah. And then I work like two days. Then I'll go back and get something done on my leg. You know, and then he's like, you need an intervention. I'm like, I just want to get shit done. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but we had, there's like so many fucking stories. It was just like, like the two that really stick out. Uh, I got there was times where they would call me up and say, listen, we need your help, you know, because they always had uh, uh, cancer ribbon uh, tattoos and it's always like, you know, they had a whole bunch and they do the little ones. So they're like, oh, no, you know, just go in and write out this and then get the money and make sure everybody goes like one, two, three, like in order. And, and, you know, it's not going to be random shit. I'm like, all right. So I try to keep the peace. And then, and I did. And then, then we did uh, the Friday the 13th tattoo. So, and then I want to get one, but I didn't want to get the small little ones. And then my tattooer is like, oh, don't worry. I got one picked out for you. And I'm like, really? I'm like, well, what, which one did you get? And he goes, the Grim Reaper in, you know, in the desert. And I'm like, all right, cool. You know, get that done. You know? So while we're doing this, we got a back of the leg. And this is Friday the 13th, Kevin. You know, right on Friday the 13th. In Pennsylvania. <laughs> Fucking hail rain then it was 90 degrees and then it went back to hail windstorm <laughs> lights flickering and we still got the thing done so i'm ready to hand him the money right so i'm like here he goes oh no no you helped us out i'm like yeah no just keep it as a tip he's like oh okay all of a sudden i heard this and we both heard this you know and i'm like and we looked in the bathroom and i'm like that came from the bathroom you heard that? And he goes, yeah. He goes, oh, it's probably the pipes. 
you know, like, all right, you know, you know, like, all right, let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and it, it was actually the, it was the pipes, but it just sounded like there was something there, you know. And then an old story we got, uh, the, the, usually my, my friend doesn't go and work on Sundays, like weekends, but if somebody comes from a different state, make an exception, okay, fine, no problem. We reserve the whole thing, whatever. So like I went in there just to keep him company and you know, so he's tattooing this girl, you know, like on her side or something, and he's telling me a story. He goes, dude, you just miss it. There was a now now I'm gonna say this now before I get backlash from not from you, but just anybody that's gonna be listening to this. Now, folks, I am not saying this to be offensive to anybody, because if you want to do like your own uh gender mixture. You know, it, that's you. I'm not. I'm not making fun of it. It's just the way that this whole story is going to go. So I know anybody saying, "Oh my God, you're making fun of this." I'm like, "No, I'm not. It's just what it happened." You know, and I don't. You know, you do you do you do you. I do me. And that's it. You know, that, that's what it is. So getting to that point, he goes and says, "Oh, there was a he she in here." I'm like, a "He she." I'm like, and at first, I didn't know what the fuck that was. And he goes, there's a guy that dresses like a girl. And I'm like, okay. And they describe the whole thing. There's the Uggs, stocking, not stockings, the spandex, you know, skirt, whatever, just that. And he goes, it's a seven foot two black guy with a five o'clock shadow. Jesus. <laughs> and I was like, what? And I swear to God, and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? And the girl was laying like this, and then she rose up like the Reaper, going like like Undertaker, you know, like this. And she goes, "No, he's not," you know. And then went <laughs> back down. And I'm like, "Okay," <laughs> you know. So then usually I'm like the gopher guy, so I'll go to the convenient mart to get like whatever if he wants something to eat because he's too busy with the tattoo, whatever. So I went down there, got my shit, got his shit, you know, got his energy drink and cigarettes, and came walking back, going up the stairs. There's a girl on one side, and there is a huge guy over here, but it's a girl. And I was like, oh no, it's, it's her, you know? And I'm like, and you had to duck his, he had to duck his head, or her had to duck his head underneath the, the, the door just to get in. That's big. That's big. And, he, and she wanted to get like, those piercing dimple things in the cheek. Oh, yeah. So, and <laughs> there, there was another one, but I'm not going to go into that story because, you know, it, it basically, you know, how the, the the piercing things go as it is. But those are like the funniest and uh, the more crazy stories that I have, you know, ever seen in that place. Let alone they think I was a tattoo artist. But, um, so, <laughs> so that's, that's good. So, what is your favorite? Now we, you know, we guys, you guys are talking about wrestling, and I guess most of you are wrestling fanatics. Yeah, I wouldn't go so far as fanatic. Um, well, like we don't. Fans. Yeah, well, we're fans of a specific era because we don't watch now. Okay. Um, but only for the because... one guy that you had on, he like he's more the AEW. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That guy's a big fan of AEW, um, <laughs> but I just don't like it because I tried to watch it again, 
And it's just, it's gone to, it's not about the wrestling, it's about the storyline. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I'm not a fan of. But I'm a big fan of 80s, 90s, and early 2000s wrestling, Attitude Era, um, X-Pac, Triple H, you know, that whole thing. I remember yeah, I, I remember Sting doing his heel turn to NWO. Yeah. Well, technically, it wasn't really a heel turn because they had the NWO Wolfpack and they had the NWO, NWO Black and White. So the Black and White was more evil, you know, and then the Wolfpack was more like fun going, hey, you know, true yeah you know what i mean it's like you know because they had a whole thing but then all of a sudden they all joined together but i think sting was not uh, like part of it part of it he did his own thing you know but he still had the, the makeup of the thing always on yeah uh, you know but it, i mean it's synonymous we call it the black and white that he has it's like the crow um yeah you know yeah and i thought that was like the, that was like the coolest shit that i was saying i was like awesome. I was like, the crow itself, where he's inconspicuous of, like, wherever he's at, you know, and just, like, you see him one place, he pops up in another, you know. Even WWE, they uh, capitalized on that as well, you know. Yeah. Where he went against Triple H, you know, and then that, that shadow part where they have the spotlight on just Triple H and you see Sting going, ha, ah, you know, like, out of the shadow, I'm like, Oh, that's fucking awesome, dude. I'm like, fuck yeah. I always wanted to get into wrestling myself. I wanted to do it, but I just didn't want to get hurt. <laughs> and they get they get hurt. Oh, yeah. I mean, look at Mick Foley. You know, you're going through a cage like that. You know, tooth in the nose and through the lip and oh my, oh good. You know? <laughs> so I'm I'm curious because the, the match you just mentioned, that is... When I think of wrestling, that is my match. That is the match that I'm like, will forever encapsulate wrestling. Yeah. What is the match for you that encapsulates wrestling? I mean, there's a whole bunch that you could be able to, like, it, it goes from either tag team or it could be singles. But it's like, if we're going, like, just anything. Like, if I were to say what I want to get into wrestling, what match should I watch? Oh, okay. Wait, call I got one. So it's old WCW, right? And it's it's the uh, uh what they call the uh, uh, War Games. Hmm. So you know NXT has like the War Games, right? Yeah. Well, War Games was WCW in like the eighties or like late eighties, early nineties, somewhere around there. And there's a one. They're the ones that started that thing, you know, the uh, war game. So, oh, okay, yeah. So you see how they had uh, the people like nowadays. They get them in a cage, you know, like yeah, they they always like dramatize the whole fucking thing. But you know, they get like four guys and or no three guys in one cage and three guys in another cage. And there's always like the two guys that start off in the the war game cell. Yeah, yeah. And then they start off, but what it was. In WCW, there's a whole thing, the the two rings together, which is what it is, cage going all the way around, and the cage on top. So oh, it was closed all the way around. So it's like Hell in a Cell, but double the size 
of the length of the the thing. So they had two rings in it. Um, and so they had like everybody from like the Fabulous Freebirds to Ric Flair to Nikolai of uh, uh, um, uh, Nikolai. I forgot what it was. Not Volkov, but I think it's Nikolai something. Uh, Sting, like Luger, you know, uh, you name it. They had these teams, Dusty Rhodes, you know, Dustin Rhodes, you know, and then they were in this whole thing. So War Games is like the one to see, and it's very barbaric from that point. You know, now they do it barbaric, you know, with Hell in a Cell, but, you know, not with like branding irons and, you know, and even when you watch WCW, there was a match with uh, Dustin Rhodes, and I'm gonna say I think it was Terry uh, Terry Funk, but where Dustin Rhodes and, and uh, whatever the wrestler was was wrestling on a trailer, open trailer, while it's on the highway. That would be interesting. It, it is interesting. They have it on there, and it's like they're driving a thing. They got a helicopter doing the whole thing and you see him wrestling not wrestle wrestle but fighting on this trailer while it's going down like I-95 or some shit yeah so I mean, I mean, well, yeah, so, I'm actually looking up I guess it's called the fall brawl yeah I mean there's some I mean you got Harlem Heat versus the Nasty Boys that's pretty awesome Chris Benoit Chris, Chris Jericho NWO versus Team WCW I mean that's pretty awesome yeah, but that one was like when Hogan is like part of the NWO, and this is where they they fasted the whole thing together. You know, so it's just the three of them, and they always brought somebody in, and it was always somebody from WCW, which was like it was crazy when you see those those times where NWO got big, and then somebody jumped ship from WCW just to get an NWO and they, they have their personality just fucking change like they're fun and funny and you never figure like the giant or yeah. you know uh, Big Show you know but the giant you know he was like fun loving you know going in there and smoking cigarettes and blah 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 you know and and then uh, you know Conan and you know you name it like anybody that was in it you know plus they had Latino uh, not Latino Heat but they had Latinos have their own section of NWO. That's pretty yeah. cool. And even the, uh, Japan had like that kind of like another click, not like uh, Bullet Club, but Bullet Club kind of like took that from NWO as it is. Yeah. So it's like, you know, especially with the, the two sweet, you know, Bullet Club took that from like NWO. So that's what it was. But I think I think they gave I think uh, Scott Hall and and Kevin Nash I think at the time gave these guys you know like like AJ Styles or whoever it was you know that was in there they gave them that that uh, recommendation like all right well use this and run with it yeah and then mm-hmm. you know Triple H was in the whole thing too and well I'm not saying he was in the whole thing but you know he played a part because they're all friends yeah like good friends and everything else so it's all good but yeah but my my, my true uh, uh, thing is Undertaker and actually that was, that's the other thing that I want to watch is Undertaker versus Undertaker Undertaker versus is there a new Undertaker? no no there was a so story goes Undertaker this is like old I mean old 
fucking mystique fucking Undertaker. Where it's not the badass, it's not the biker, it's the mystique where his hair, you know, the hair is like over his face. He has like the the purple like rim around the. the... Oh, when he had um, when he had Paul Bear yeah. as his ring guy, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you know, it was like the old style, which I love that shit. That was my awesome fucking thing to watch. And he was like wrestling Yokozuna, which that's what you brought up, Yokozuna, mm-hmm. Yokozuna. <laughs> Um, and he would go and he went one-on-one because Undertaker was like all-American, basically. Yeah. And then he went against Yokozuna. And then he was like this and that back and forth, back and forth. So then when they came around, they put him in this big... And they made like and they made a coffin for Yokozuna, like a triple-wide, triple-deep fucking casket for Yokozuna to go into. And that shit was like... Uh, you know, because they couldn't find Undertaker. Once, you know, he they put him in the casket and every wrestler that was evil at that time, you know, figured, oh, we'll get rid of him. But then he made it look like he rose from the ashes and, like, it's like an angel kind of thing. But he hasn't been seen for, like, months. Which is, like, the greatest thing about WWE. They make it look, you know, so real, like, oh, well, he's gone. You know, he's not going to be back. So then Million Dollar Man goes and like, oh, I found him. I found him. And then he brings out this guy, which is friends of Undertaker, you know, but he dressed up like Undertaker. He is six foot nine or whatever and comes out, but he only comes out because the guy had the money. And Paul Bear is like, no, that's not my Undertaker. No, no. <laughs> you know, oh, like, I, I remember. I'm looking at pictures. I remember what you're talking about now. Yes, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. So that's like, and it's just like back and forth, fucking. You know, like they can't believe it. Like even the, oh, the, the fake Undertaker is like, how come I'm not putting this guy down or whatever? And he looks at DiBiase. He's like, oh, give me the money. Give me the money. Like, no, you can't first. You know. And I was like, oh, you're going to get your ass kicked. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, it's like, and he, but then the best one is like when Undertaker was the old Undertaker, he would come out with uh, a body bag for every yeah, match. Yeah. So, and then that was like the best one. It's like, you know, they put him in the body bag and, you know, and then there was like, you know, there's other numerous amounts like Papa Shango. There's uh, Ultimate Warrior, which, you know, He's very uh, animated at the time, but when you're younger, you didn't give a shit. Yeah, yeah, no. You know, you get into it. You know, that was it. But now you're watching when you're fucking like 48 or whatever, how old you are too, and you know, you're just like, you're like, "Uh, okay, you know. But there's like, you know, stuff that I, I don't watch wrestling as much as I used to. I mean, I, I catch it on YouTube here and there. But it's just like you know what's gonna happen. You know, it's just it's entertainment. But like you said, it's just like with storylines and and you know, why don't you just go through the whole back uh what is it like you know, I don't know, just I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, but it is crazy. We're yeah. talking about how wrestling sucks nowadays and it was better. So it was, when- yeah, but I mean <laughs> AEW and I'll go I'll go I'll go one with the who's the who's the guest that you had? That, um, that guy. Uh, it was Austin. Austin. 
So I, I would go with this guy, Austin. We call it, you know, like AEW is much better because it basically WWE and AEW is almost like WCW, the, the, the wars. You know, the war is reigniting, but in a different prospect. Yeah, because you got EW um, on TNT or TBS mm-hmm. or wherever the fuck it is now. Uh, you know, TNT, and that's where WCW originated. You know, that's where they came. You know, they did TBS, TNT. That was like more like the South kind of stuff. Yeah, that was Ted Turner's thing, I believe, yeah. right? Yeah, that was Ted Turner's thing, and then and that's where they got, you know, their bread and butter kind of thing. And, and hell, you got Shivani, Tony Shivani in there, you know, and, and he's the one in, in Jim Ross, you know, it's just like JR, you know, just both of them. We, they started out WCW and all, now they're doing AEW and they're still together at that. So, yeah, and, good. you know, a lot of people give Vince shit, but the one thing you, because I was talking about this with Rob. It wasn't recorded or anything, but Rob is a big fan of, you know, the 80s and 90s, but also he's a big fan of when it was the little markets every, you know, different places. And you got to give Vince credit for the fact that he was like, I'm going to buy all these markets and put them together so we're bringing all the wrestlers under one roof. Otherwise, like, we may not have seen Mankind. He may have been in... You know, I'm in California, so he may have been only in Pennsylvania, and I never would have seen him if it wasn't for you know Vince buying everything. Yeah, I mean because they had um, but then you know he was in Japan like most of the time. You know he did all that. Uh, uh, That's sm- where they do all the crazy shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like the smoke grenade fucking matches, the barbed wire matches, the glass, and but now you got other uh, wrestling organizations. Uh, Oh, what the hell is it? CSW, I think it is, or something like that. And they, they all they do is wrestle with glass. Ugh. And that's it. You know, and that's it. Like like plate glass, uh uh the the the, the light um two fluorescent light bulbs, yeah. Yeah, the, the yeah, they, they they tape up like four or five of them together and then they could you know. And then that's all you see all around. And, you know, there was a time where the guy that's like the main guy of the whole thing, he, he would bring like a shank, you know, kind of thing, like a prison shank to the, you know, it's like, it's like almost like, um, uh, what the hell is that guy's name that, that passed away? He was on ECW. Uh, oh, I know who you're talking um, um, oh, shit. It's like on the tip of my tongue. Yeah. I know. I'm just thinking about. It. I'm like, I, I just saw him, and I'm like, oh fuck, what the hell is it? Uh, uh, uh. But anyway, that that guy, and a lot of people are gonna be like, oh, they're ready to yell. I know where it is. New Jack. It was New yeah, Jack. Yeah, New Jack. There you go. Yeah. And then uh, he would bring in like all these kind of weapons, like a fork or a knife or whatever. And that's what you see at that CSW kind of thing. Yeah. And even yeah. uh. Uh, the guy woo woo woo. I forgot what uh, again because uh, he changed his name like every fucking time now he goes to a different place and uh, he was in there and he won the whole fucking thing and went through glass and all that they're like really the woo 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 guy is our champion <laughs> <laughs> and he is a native Long Islander like I am you know so and so is Mick Foley and I actually met Mick Foley but at Santa Claus did you really yeah, all right. Well, certain people are going to be like, you know, this. I thank God I know there's no kids going to be listening to this, but 
for the fact that you know McFoley was Santa, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but he was due because uh, I didn't know about it until when I was in Pennsylvania. So when I was in Pennsylvania, and then my my uh, my brother-in-law and my sister-in-law, when I was married, they went to their sister's uh, place where she had a photo studio, where photo studios was a photo studio. Now it's like, oh, I'm just gonna send it in on a computer. Yeah, you know, it's not like you just bring the fucking roll and then they develop the shit. Yeah, <laughs> the old ways, uh, and then. So then uh, they, they go down and there he is, like sitting there and he's doing the Christmas uh, uh, picture taking. And there's like a line out the fucking door. Plus he lives in the town that they're doing this shit. So and I'm like, nice. He lives in town. I'm like, cool. So I'm like, when I move back, I'm going to do that. And I did. And I went down and I'm like, all right, where is he? Where's he? Where's he? Yeah. Then all of a sudden, and then she's like, looking like, don't you mean? I'm like, no, 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 no. There's kids around. We don't want them to know. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's Santa. Where's Santa? You know, it's like, well, he's in the back. Oh, okay. You know, and all of a sudden after, I'll just like, and I'm like a kid in a fucking candy store, man. I'm like, I pull up there. It's like celebrity fucking like status oozing out of me or something. You know, just like, you know, oh yeah, you meet Mel Brooks or you meet, you know, you know, uh, Mel Torme or whoever, and, and I'm like, Mick Foley, man, you know, the guy had the tooth in his fucking nose and shit. And I'm like, now he's pulling the presents and going, ho, ho, ho. you know, <laughs> yeah, just I and the thing is, I can see him doing that just because Mick's like such a nice guy. Like, every interview I see, oh, he's yeah. just like a fucking sweetheart, <laughs> and especially when he does like the alter ego stuff. You know, like like Cactus Jack. That's that's him worldly it, as it is. Cactus Jack. Well, that's you that know? was his original character in Asia, I believe. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when he lost the ear, and uh, you know, through uh, the the ring ropes, like you know, just got caught and you know, yeah. popped it like a zit. And um, then really, well, he uh, folks, he didn't really pop it like a zit. It just fucking came off. And, um, <laughs> And because whatever you do, do not go and do smoke bomb fucking wrestling in Japan because <laughs> they are crazy. And I know I'm not going to get followers in Japan because I, I saw the ratings. Zero <laughs> percent, folks. Zero percent in Japan and certain other countries. <laughs> you know, Australia, I'm doing good. All right. I got one percent. Somebody's listening. Uh, <laughs> and, somebody, and somewhere else. Oh, the UK. Yeah, so which is good, but uh, yeah, with the wrestling man, we thought uh, it's just if they brought back, I can't say they they brought back like the old times, but uh, a, a, like I said, AEW is pretty much holding the banner for just basic wrestling. That's yeah. what I hear. I hear they're giving uh, WWE a run for their money. Oh yeah, and within like, was it? I think they're on their third year. I think now. And they got more popular than you would think. You know, crazy amount of, you know, talent. And the thing is, when you have AEW, and I know we're not going to be talking wrestling all the time. I mean, we could, but yeah. Um, yeah, we could. 
There we go. All right, we'll just do that. Because I think there's a lot of people, even on Twitter, we probably were saying that I say everything like, oh, I do this on horror movies and, and heavy metal music and, and wrestling, but I haven't really talked about wrestling. I'm like, you know what, fuck, we'll just do one fucking wrestling, you know, all throughout. Uh, <laughs> you know, but uh, uh, what was I saying about? Oh, yeah. So, you know, now mostly with AEW is all indie wrestlers. That's what it is. It's not like, okay, you got, you know, uh, Bret Hart or something, like, you know, and then made this whole thing. It's Dustin Rhodes being with the Young Bucks, uh, Kenny Omega, you know, uh, Hangman, Adam Page, you know, and whatnot. And every uh, independent wrestler that's ever gone to bingo halls to uh whatever you know vfws you know and everything else and then you know good size uh arenas not arenas but good size like you know that that's good for like a crowd that's very raunchy yeah yeah like an, like an ecw kind of thing but mm-hmm. more hunkered down i guess and you know it, it's just like that's how they got it. and they know people in japan too you know so they get people in japan to come by and they did this and and rio and uh, which you know she's like she's like four foot fucking eleven you know and I'm like and then she was the champion I'm like how the hell did the midget fucking get you know <laughs> I mean honestly you know she went against like she's like this fucking you know like like here to my fucking chin and they got somebody that's over my head and then she beat him and I'm like how <laughs> well I bet that bitch can move well she can move but she's like. <laughs> 89 pounds you know like <laughs> you know like like two you know slabs of like buffalo meat you know <laughs> and basically that's weird and that's that's like 40 pounds each you know so it's like how the hell can <laughs> there was somebody like that person but then you know now you got like this monstrous like uh oh i forgot the, the name of uh not uh naya Nia Jax. Not not no not not Nia Jax. Said that she's WWE. Uh, Nyla, that's what it is. Nyla Rose. Oh okay. You know from AEW and all that, and she's like a transgender, uh, uh, you know, wrestler. So you know, and but I I'm thinking, I think it is. And again, I don't want nobody fucking backlash from this shit because I don't know most much about it. But you know, that's why I don't talk about religion and fucking politics. Yeah. Oh yeah. See art. Our podcast, I'm I'm sure, has offended so many people. Oh, I know. Yeah, because I know you talk about politics and then and certain things. I mean, but they're good points. I mean, they're great points and all that. You know, like, you know, someone came up to me and and I think they 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 heard the podcast and then they're like, well, what's your opinion about sex offenders or whatever? No, was it a, a pedophile? I'm like, let's. If you want to get off on whatever, that that's fine. But when you get caught, don't be fucking bitching and moaning that you got a guy named Bubba that's in prison that wants to go and, and play tiddlywinks with your tiddlywinks, you know, and and you think it's wrong. <laughs> well, talk again there, you know, Pipe Piper, you know, <laughs> you know, you know, you're gonna get like the Pipe Piper and the piping, whatever. So this is probably the reason why I don't talk it like this because I get so animated about it, but. Um, you know, that's, that's that, you know, and, but back to wrestling, 
you know, what a transition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what a segue. Yeah, what a segue. And I usually, I'm usually good at fucking segues. I love segues. But uh, actually, let me go ask you this question. Since it's, since we're talking about like death of wrestling on certain points, you know, who. Now, now, folks, I say this again. I don't condone anybody dying. <laughs> you know, this is just a fun joke. And it's just a wondering of, you know, people's thoughts on something, you know, because, you know, we're, we're all going to die someday. But this this question is entitled The Golden Stones. That's the name of this, this, uh, this, uh, this game kind of thing. But it's only one question. It's called Golden Stones. You've intrigued right. me, sir. All right. So it's the Golden Stone. So who do you think is going to die first between Betty White and Keith Richards? Oh, dude, I... All right. So... <laughs> now, 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 before you say anything, because now I'm and I'm looking at your, 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 your collage that's in back of you. So... Not now, but when we come off of this, reiterate that same question to them, and then let me know when you do, you know, your your uh, your next episode, and you know, get their thoughts, and then just tag me, you know, we call so that I can listen to the episode. I'm writing it down right now. In fact, <laughs> we'll, like, have a, we'll have like, a we'll have a pen right now. Yeah, we'll have Amigos PC on next week, so that'll be a good one. Um, so our podcast has a death pool. Um, I heard that. Yeah. Hold on, Betty White or Keith? Um, and Betty White, she is. Uh, how it started was I threw up a meme on the podcast page. Yeah. And it 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 had like a person that was sitting down, and it said like May twenty fifth. Or no, it said Betty White, May 25th. Hmm. And then somebody was hitting them with a stop sign and it said death. So people lost their shit. Like, you, how dare you say Betty White's going to die? She's a, you know, fucking golden girl. She's, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm putting Betty White on a Deadpool. And that's what started it. So, yeah. I, I mean, it's got to be Betty White because, hell, I think if Betty White dies... She's 98 and Keith Richards is only like 70 something. Ah, she's 99. Oh, then yeah, she's fucking. She's not going to be a she's going to be 100 in January. She's not going to be a Bob Hope type and live to 108. Well, I hope not. <laughs> you never know cuz there's a woman I know I, mean, I don't know personally, but I've read that this one woman you know reached the age of 125. You know, so anything's possible. And it doesn't seem like the golden girl is gonna fucking stop. <laughs> I I mean I'm I'm hoping her heart does. <laughs> All right, so now my my girlfriend is probably jumping up and down right now in the old room hearing this that we could uh, Betty White is at number five now. <laughs> Cause now it's eight to five. There's and, people that think Keith Richards is gonna die first. Oh yeah, there was there was like there was a month because you figure he probably died like two or three times already and he that's the reason why he looks the way he does you know <laughs> he's like he's like one of those people that if a doctor came to him and was like hey stop smoking stop drinking uh eat healthy if he did that he would probably die from shock because of that 
That's what Game of a Fucking Movie said too, as well. Game, not, I'm not saying Game of a Fucking Movie, no Game of a Movie. Uh, we could, uh, you know, Mike from the, the, that group, we could, mm-hmm. he said the exact same thing. Yeah, so he's like, oh, you know, like did this, and I'm like, yeah, but I don't know, you know. And uh, who else said it? Uh, uh, Mash from Geek Hop News. Yeah. You know, he's like, oh, you know, she's going to live until she's like a thousand probably. You know, she's going to live forever. I'm like, yeah, let's see what happens. Well, yeah. I hope not because I made a promise to my my uh, co-hosts and everybody that's involved in the Deadpool, some other comedians. I said, until she dies, she will be on my Deadpool. So I, if she's over 100, that, cause, that gives me negative points. So come on, Betty White, give me a point. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. I'm gonna I'm gonna use Deadpool as the uh, as uh, well Deadpool and Betty White. You know, <laughs> having to fight with New Jack. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, oh God, that would be great. Could be just eating a hot dog and then a boom. You know. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know, I don't know if you ever seen uh, my uh, little thumbnails that I do we call for each episode yeah so I do some like you know crazy shit which I, I I'm surprised how I well I do them and and my girlfriend's like you know gives me like so much props to it I'm like which is great and it gets me more and more into the whole thing so uh now I'm I want to do this one where it's got like you know Deadpool and you know I'm going to write down some more stuff but we're going to get into more stuff as it is I'm going to write down and uh yeah, you know maybe Deadpool and and Betty White and Keith Richards at a tattoo shop. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, um, so now are you like into like any kind of movies? Um, I mean we're gonna go back into wrestling. It's just like you know we figure I want to get some more intricate stuff. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, well, we would just bore the fuck out of your audience, which is I know they're like usually it's a multifaceted fucking thing. Now it's just one single son of a bitch. (laughs) You know, I'm like my sunny disposition right here too. Come on now. As far as movies go, I mean, I I pretty much love them all, but my main my main thing that I dig are documentaries. Oh, okay. Yeah, just because it shows like. It shows the extraordinary in the ordinary, and it covers um, some really weird shit. Like, have you seen um, uh, or heard of The Bridge? Uh, well, I mean, I know there is, like, some kind of, like, rainbow bridge. But... Oh, yeah, no. This is a it's a documentary about the Golden Gate Bridge. Because um, I'm from the Bay Area, so Golden Gate Bridge, like, we went to a bunch of times for school. Surfer dude? Hang on. <laughs> no unfortunately i i was landlocked in the bay unfortunately oh. <laughs> but um the bridge is apparently the the golden gate bridge is the most is where people go to commit suicide out of all 50 states apparently people will travel there to commit suicide so the bridge these documentary filmmakers recorded the golden gate for a year yeah and it's they interview people uh, like family members of people that committed suicide that they recorded and all that mm-hmm. um but what's really creepy is they have a long shot of the bridge that they'll cut to like every 15 minutes and all you see is just a splash 
and you're like that's that's a human being and they do it every 15 minutes it's so creepy yeah but, but i love it oh i loved it there's a there's actually a movie that i found out which i i kind of knew but um my girlfriend like reiterated the whole thing um there is a forest in japan it's called the suicide forest oh yep i know what you're talking uh, about yeah so i mean we were watching the well i was watching the movie because you know she she doesn't like she doesn't mind horror movies it's just the fact that she doesn't want to see something that has like senseless killing you know like saw or you know i got gotcha, um, you yeah you know like that but if it's like a thriller and maybe a monster okay no problem yeah but you know, I think a, 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 a psychological thriller kind of thing, which I like those because it's more they get into the whole thing, and then you kind of know what's going on, and all of a sudden after it just does a fucking switch on you, you know, and you're like, oh, I did not see it that way, you know, yeah, like, and it was just basically a, a, a woman. Uh, for anybody else that wants to know about it, but there is a girl. That has a twin sister, identically twin sister, um, and the twin sister teaches uh, Japanese kids, and she went into said forest, which is basically from what everybody says. Once you go in this forest, you either get lost during the day, or you're just there just to commit suicide, and that's it because you don't want to deal with reality. And so then. The other sister, which I don't know, she was in New York or whatever, goes to Japan by herself to find out about this whole thing, goes on, and it just, and, and spoiler alert, I'm just going to tell you the spoiler alert because I don't think anybody's going to be watching. Anyway, um, she goes into the forest, finds, doesn't find the sister, but then cuts her wrist, but she thought that her dead father was going to come and take her to hell. But hmm. the, the forest plays tricks on you. So basically, the forest did play tricks on her, thinking, figuring that the father is like the undead coming after her. But then she's trying to cut the hand off, but she just sliced her own wrist and she was dead in a cabin. But then they found said twin that was in the forest in the beginning. And, and then that was it. But then you see. The other uh, sister, we call it, just standing by the edge of the thing. And the tour guide that was in there, not tour guide, but the guy that was trying to help and all that, you know, he sees her and she's just all like dead and, you know, just demonic looking, you know. And I'm like, all right, that was a good movie. I like that kind of stuff. You know, it's it just like it grips you into more. Yeah. yeah, and I know I'm I'm looking at it right now, and yeah, it's uh, I remember I haven't seen it, but I do remember the um, previous for it. Ooh, and it's on Netflix, so maybe I'll be watching it. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty. Uh, I think I was watching it on Tubi, but I think I watched it on on uh, Netflix too. But you know, there's a whole bunch. <laughs> Tubi gets you like crazy fucking different movies. You know, like Danny Trejo. You know, you know, on a, on a farm. I'm like, really. <laughs> You know, with the tattoos he has he's on a farm yeah yeah so yeah. do you have you seen um have you seen identity uh if i knew who was in it then i could tell you yeah or no but uh john cusack jake Busey, ray liotta oh is that the 
the one where they're at the motel. Yes. And it's like in their own mind kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see that 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 one's good. And also, fourteen oh nine is a good one too. Oh, is that the one where John Cusack is like a horror writer or something? Yeah, and he yeah, goes, that and he has to go to fourteen oh nine, and uh, Samuel Jackson, I think, is in it, and he's telling like, no, you don't want to go to that room. Yeah, like, no, I do want to go to that room. Yeah, yeah. Just Samuel that. Jackson's like a bellhop, but then he's yeah. also part of the room too. Well, yeah. well no, he's like the count, the the, uh, the concierge. You know, kind of like a John Wick kind of thing. Yeah, you know, like he's a concierge uh, telling him like, no, you can't. There is no fourteen oh nine. Yeah, but wasn't he? Wasn't there a scene where like John Cusack opened uh, the fridge and like Samuel Jackson was in it, and he was just like, "Why are you messing with me?" Yeah, but that that's that's with the the, the room that's supposed to be make you go in fucking insane kind of shit. So that's what. Oh, see, I, I didn't even think of it that way. I thought like Samuel Jackson was like a ghost kind of thing, and he no. was no, no, oh. he's real in the thing. He's the actual concierge that's in the whole thing and he gets the then he's like all right fine you know and the guy and cusack was making a whole big fucking stink of that and he's like all right, all right, all right, all right, all right fine you know fucking asshole you know <laughs> the way the way samuel jackson would tell him is like you fucking shit you know yeah. <laughs> and then he goes not the motherfucking snakes and the motherfucking plant no that's the wrong movie <laughs> uh, so <laughs> so you know but he's in there but then the, the room would play tricks on your mind you know like there's water going on there's fire but it, then it turns out that john cusack is dead you know in this whole thing you know and then somebody else like and he just goes off like you know and that's but then you see uh samuel jackson go in the room like afterwards oh, after see i didn't even i didn't even think of it that way i thought he was like a supernatural thing but the way you're saying it makes sense actually yeah because i mean it, it because I think that's what the, the room would want you to think it is. And then when they go from the end and then kind of go to the beginning, you know, and then go throughout the whole thing. Okay. I mean, I just love how those, that, like I said, I love those kind of movies. Those movies are just like big gripping and it's very, uh, you know, like what the fuck kind of like feel, you know, like the WTF kind of uh, dealings. <laughs> or whatnot, you know, and then, uh, uh, yeah, but it just seems like John Q, John Cusack's like the, the man, man, we call, he's just like, he's been in every fucking thing, you know, yeah. you know, he's like, he plays any kind of role from, uh, what was that, Nicolas Cage one, um, uh, the one with the airplane, uh, oh, Con Air, Con Air, and the best movie that I love him in is Gross Point Blank. Yeah, that's an underrated movie. For that's sure. a, yeah, very underrated movie, but it's the funniest fucking shit. And not to mention that I have a crush on Minnie Driver, <laughs> and it's just maybe it's the curly hair. I don't know. <laughs> but, <laughs> let me write this down. Minnie Driver. Maybe I can get her on the show too. <laughs> but, you never know if you don't ask. Uh, dude, I've been asking a lot of fucking people. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm I am very appreciative of like everybody that, that comes on the show like yourself and and everybody else like from you know from from before i didn't think i was going to get this far with like a whole bunch of like already i think it's like 15 like your number i think you're 15 of like interviews already and that's like my second season so my second season is 
My second season is going to be like interviews with everybody. And it's supposed to be, I want to try to do like the last season was 100 seasons. I mean, 100 uh, episodes. And this one I want to try to do like interviews up to like hopefully 100, if not 80. But then bring everybody back to a clusterfuck of a Zoom. <laughs> oh Jesus! You are in. We tried that once. You are in for a fucking world of hurt, buddy. <laughs> you know, it, it, at least I'll try to get some kind of rating or some shit. I don't know. It, it's just like it's great for YouTube, and you know, even YouTube can be like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, like what? You know, even I, I don't even know if YouTube want to get slandered for such saying fuck. Yeah. But, uh, oh god no you can't i don't think you can monetize well no you can monetize it if you say fuck and shit and all that yeah but i mean i've seen people going like beep, 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 beep. i'm like i don't even know how to do that you know i'm like well, whatever it is what it is besides if i do that and you know, if i get kicked off of youtube i'm like all right that's fine you know i just you know i'll just do like anchor and that's it you know just like audio kind of thing dude if you if you get kicked off of youtube that you've done some serious shit i mean there is there's literal movies about death on there that show death and punching and fighting and it's like yeah it's a cesspool sometimes (laughs) (laughs) all right now we're gonna put a cesspool in this whole uh thumbnail (laughs) as well you know (laughs) you know have death so i figure with (laughs) i figure with this one i'm gonna go gonna go have like the surfing going on in the background since you're in California so and then have the Golden Gate Bridge on there but then have uh, Keith Richards on one side of the bridge and Betty White on the other side of the bridge and then Mini Driver just driving (laughs) makes sense (laughs) yeah driving on there and then the the whole the whole the whole thing underneath the Golden Gate Bridge is a is a cesspool yeah, works for or, me or something like that. But then, then, but then you gotta have you know, like I said, Betty White and Keith Richards. But then Deadpool is wearing a referee shirt. <laughs> <laughs> that like, sounds like just a collage, man. That's gonna be insane. Well, that's that's why I did the. Uh, hold on, let me see if I can. Because I did one where you are you familiar with uh, Life Paranormal with V? Yeah, yeah. So she she's an awesome person. I tell you right now, she she's awesome. Like I might have said that like so many times, but it, it you know I, I just made this like you know a collage kind of thing, and it was just like crazy how I did it, and I, I couldn't believe it. But uh, we're nothing. Well, I did one for I had I had to say it. You know, so I did. Um, Hello, where are you? Ah, I see it. Yeah. So I did that one. And then, uh, where's the other one that I had? Uh, no, that's it. Oh, there. This one uh, we called it with Talking Shiz. Nice. Yeah, I was upset that, that, uh, that Shiz didn't show his face. No, you know what it is? And, yeah, this. It's like a running gag, he says. Like ever since he he had one with his uh uh he had one with his partner that he did. It was it was two of them in the beginning, and then the other one just uh, left, and I think he did his own shit. So uh, 
you know, we just put down as a, uh, 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 what's that, uh, what's that thing called when you mention somebody? Honorable mention. Yeah, so I just put him down as an honorable mention. Uh, no, but like, he, and I was talking to him, and he's like an awesome guy to talk to. Uh, you gotta have an honor, even though he doesn't show his face, but that's like the, the running gag, and he goes, I'm just gonna go with it. You know, he goes, I never show my face. You know, even when he does unboxing, he, he just, all you see is like, all you see is this, like, you know. Yeah. You know, you know like the whole, the whole thing of like, just hands, like, hey, I'm gonna cut this. And, um, you know, and then, uh, but he's, he, he does everything when collecting Funko Pops. He knows the pricing of Funko Pops. The, you know, you get something like, I don't know if you collect Funko Pops or not. But, oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, so now if you, if like, say if you go and, and have a Funko Pop. Now, this is what he's telling me, that when you get a Funko Pop and you pay, like, say, 10 bucks or whatever, and you look up this site, which I don't, I forgot what the site was. I'm going to have to go back and listen to the thing. But there's a site where you go and, and you know, do the description of the whole thing, and you can find out the maximum price of what it's worth. And yeah, but he, the thing he does is he opens them. You're not supposed to open them. I open them too. You know, I, I know, mean, man. But if, if, if you if you use the box, you're taking up so much fucking room. Yeah, but you get see. My thing is, I collect them because well, I mean, they're cool, but I also collect them for the resale value. Like my wife's uh, mom big wizard of oz fan has all the original wizard of oz funko pops in their boxes she yeah. could sell dorothy alone for 150 dollars. yeah and she well, got it for 10 i mean i'm looking at it this way i'm like if i get funko pops i mean like i have a whole bunch i got like 50 I'm, i don't even have like uh you know uh yeah, a whole bunch. I mean, like 50. Everybody else has like maybe 150, 200, 300, whatever, a thousand. And I don't really have the room because <laughs> I put it in like in the garage or something like that. But, you know, some of the stuff I have over here is, you know, my girlfriend has like displayed in certain areas, which, you know, I just love how she did it. You know, it coincides with my craziness with her, uh, like, ambiance of books. Yeah. Excuse mm-hmm. me. Um, yeah, but it's like, you know, I got everything from like Hellboy to like Jack Skellington. I'm just looking what I got now. And, uh, music wise, you know, like Axl Rose and Slash and Axl Rose is fat people. You know, I'm not saying fat, like, you know, like, like, you know, girls like, oh, he's hot, fat. I'm like, no, he's fat, you know, like, like belly, belly. <laughs> yeah. He's like, he's like a Vince Neal now, man. Vince Neal. No, don't, don't, don't start me with Vince Neal. Vince Neal, he, he's more of a way to the point where he fell off the stage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, he's like, hey, how you doing? Oh, cool. You know, they go, you know, go right in a batch of fucking hoagies. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's hilarious because he's trying to be the Vince Neal from the 80s and the 90s, just running around stage and all that. And he just does one lap and he's like, I'm, I'm good. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I've winded myself. I mean, and this is, this is, this is like so bad to say. So, I mean, first off, you got Tommy Lee and you got Nikki Six. Tommy Lee and Nikki Six, they are in great fucking shape. I mean, given it probably from fucking heroin or something, I don't know. But um, Vince Neil, he's like overweight as it is. 
and it's to the point where he is even worse looking than McMars. And McMars looks like Grim Reaper. Yeah. Yeah, he's he looks dead seven years over. <laughs> yeah. It is just like holy shit. You know, and it does like bases sunk in and everything else and you know, Vince Neal looks like looks like thunder from uh, 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 Big Trouble in Little China. <laughs> you know, he was like, oh, you know, and that's what it looks like. I'm like, oh, shit, he should just try out for the second one. You know, God damn. <laughs> you know? It's like, hey, Vince Neal is thunder? I'm like, yeah. I could see it. He could fucking do it. Oh, yeah. yeah he Actually, keeps- he would have to lose a couple pounds to do it. <laughs> No, not really. Yeah. <laughs> you just be I don't know. It's, and before anybody gets mad, just so you know, I'm I'm fat, so I can yeah. say this shit. All right, yeah, I, I say it to you because I'm like like I said, I'm like two I'm two like I'm two pounds near three hundred, let's just say. So it, and then then I start crying in a fetal position. <laughs> oh bro, COVID like fucked my weight up like i think oh, yeah, i'm yeah. Yeah. I, I think i'm over three i think i'm like 325 but i'm also like i'm six two like when i tell people my weight they're like oh you you wear it well and i'm like i guess but but yeah i once i saw that i was like just, just fucking kill me now <laughs> it's like you know it, I, you know props to like props to like bj's and and, and costco you know, and they're like, what are you talking about? Because Costco and BJ's have the elastic fucking pants. You know, that's yeah. like great for like waste on waste, you know, troubles. You know, <laughs> you know it's like you find those pants that you're like, oh, I'm 42 or something like that. You get the elastic ones and you're not 42. <laughs> you're just one size, whatever, you know. Vince Neil probably uses like two different sizes. He probably has them custom made. Yeah. And we're not making fun of Vince Neil. It's just fun to do. Yeah. <laughs> fuck, it, fuck it. I am. I'm making fun of him. <laughs> I know. I know. I am too. But we can, like I said, it's fun to do. You know, that's, that's what it is. So, uh, what else are we going to do? But then, oh, yeah, with the Funko Pops, you know, I got Alice Cooper, you know. Even Alice Cooper looks, uh, you know, like better than Vince Neil. You know? Yep. You know, and then they got like uh, Lemmy, and Lemmy looks better. I'm only kidding. No, he's dead. But, you know, <laughs> I love Lemmy. You know, it's like, you know, you, you go to Lemmy Kilmeister and, you know, they're saying, oh, he screwed like so many women. And I'm like, yeah, well, you know, he died. So, you know, you know, was it uh, those like oh i'm gonna have my 42 virgins no not really lemmy's in in heaven yeah he took all the 42 virgins already they're, <laughs> they're living like in the condo somewhere in the you know and the, the heavenly valleys you know have kids already you know <laughs> you know and they're all lemmy's you know <laughs> what are you drinking there my friend i am drinking diet pepsi ah okay yeah. it's just it's in a cleveland browns cozy uh, all right. Well, I get, I get, I'll get my my flamingo uh, picture of my like, <laughs> You know, in my uh, my my drinking my party hard drinking game glass series one, and I haven't really <laughs> haven't used it that much. <laughs> it, oh, there's nickels. You know, you can play go fishing. The sentence. 
I can't really tell you what's in it because it's iced tea. I can't read the shit. <laughs> Bumper and double six, which that one I I, I played that one before. So and oh, please, a game for a movie. We called. We were talking about uh, quarters, not quarters on a shot glass, but pitching pennies, you know, against the wall. Oh yeah. You ever, you ever done that as a kid? Yeah, that's uh, we actually when I was in junior high. Uh, we did it so much that uh, they actually they put a ban on it. Like oh, they really? said, if yeah, they said if we if they caught us doing it, um, they would suspend us. Which made it even cooler because then we were like, oh shit, we're getting away with stuff. Yeah, let's keep playing. <laughs> yeah, it's just like oh, was it? Um, I think it was like illegal. I think at the time, I think when you know, like families were doing it at first, but. Then when you do it like out in public, I think it was like illegal to do uh, pitching pennies. I guess. Yeah, because it's it's essentially gambling. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, it was more like you know, oh, you know, I got a penny. I'm like, oh, it works like that, you know. And then basically, if we are going to go into like gambling on certain like levels, then baseball cards was gambling as well. Yeah. You know, because like when we, you know, and everybody, anybody that's listening, is you, you, you've been there. I mean, girls haven't doing because they're on their their Barbie kick and. And, and my little pony uh, but you know the guys we have like baseball cards and even football cards I think at that time as well and then you know I forgot what the I don't even know what the name of it was I forgot what it was but every time you go on the bus you go to that back seat and then you just you know flip the card and I think you match like the colors or something or whatever and then you gr- and you take that that hand it's like playing Uno but with uh, no, I'm sorry. No, it's not playing Uno. Uno is like, you know, you guys finish the one card, but you like playing gra- war, kind of. Yeah, yeah, exactly. War. Yeah. So it's like, you know, you just grab the cards and then you got to hold back, you know, big stack. So if you went in there with like 20 fucking cards, like, like that much or something like that, and then you're playing like 20, uh, not even 20 minutes, like 10 minutes of this card game before you go into school. And then you're you're you have to get a shoebox, you know. Oh yeah. For all the shit that you fucking just went through. And I I used to have a whole bunch of that shit. Yeah, it was just like awesome. Now, now, and then when you get older, then you then you find out about dominoes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is awesome, and especially when you can be able to redirect that domino and it can ricochet and fly against the wall. <laughs> <laughs> I perfected that whole thing and. You know, thank God I didn't hit my friend Adam. Hi, Adam. You know, you remember Domino's? Yeah. You know, <laughs> not the pizza place. You know, but <laughs> it, it's, and I still got the set. Yeah, it's good. You know, I want to try to play Domino's like that and uh, trying to get like people like, you know, for podcasting. You know, just like get everybody together. I mean, fuck this whole COVID thing. You know, it's like everybody's got vaccinated somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, we should all try to get together and just somebody, you know, people, listen to me. <laughs> listen to my voice. <laughs> but, you know, get a, a hall or something and, you know, invite a whole bunch of podcasters. You know, we have our own convention. You know, imagine we had our own convention. I think that would be cool. Eh, I've been to a, a podcast convention. It's... They have a podcast convention? I thought I just made this shit up. Oh, yeah, no, dude. If, uh, if, if 
anybody can make money, there's a convention for it. And believe me. And the thing is, like, the thing I don't get with, and no offense if anyone's listening and they're like, I went to a podcast convention, I paid money, blah, blah, blah. Like, no offense, but anything you need to know about podcasting, you can Google. You can go on YouTube. Like, and plus, if you're in this to monetize it, like, you're in for a world of hurt, buddy. (laughs) Yeah, because I did, I did, I started doing this, like, last year, last year in March. And let me just say, I made 15 bucks. Yeah, I mean, it's it's possible to make some money, but you get people going in there like, I'm going to be the next Rogan. And it's like, no, you're fucking not. You're not going to get a $100 million contract after, you know, four episodes. (laughs) I mean, he's been doing like movies uh, before he did anything with MMA and, and anything with podcasting and then he knew other people like celebrities you know it's like I, I can grab like a guy off the street you know that that was selling dust or something and he's not gonna make me fucking famous you know well, plus I mean Rogan's been doing it I think he was actually one of the first podcasts out there <laughs> he's He's the one that laid the land. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Yeah. Or he gets that animated and he goes, oh, fuck that. No. <laughs> no, the MMA, he goes, I can't believe you did that. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, MMA oh. saved his career, man. I might, I might get, I might get, bam, I'm just going to put a Joe Rogan picture in there as well. Yeah, maybe he can be on the Golden Gate Parade. <laughs> 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 going to the forest. Go away. Oh, there you go. The Golden Gate Bridge going to the suicide forest. <laughs> and we'll, we'll say this again. We're not condoning suicide. Do not take the easy way out. You know, if you have problems, go to the suicide hotline. Go talk to friends. Go talk to family. Or if family is just the one that's screwing your shit up, you know, talk to friends, go to a psychiatrist, you know, get yourself a, a lever couch. Um, you know, just tell you tell your worries and all that. It it's all to help. I've never gone, but you know, you watch Bill and Ted and you know you know, Bill and Ted's excellent adventure and then they got, you know, uh, uh what was that guy? Uh oh, shit. Uh the, the the psychiatrist from like the the eight no eighteen hundreds yeah oh you talking about Freud yeah yeah Sigmund and Freud Sigmund Freud so you know you get like something like that and then you know just don't have him going like oh tell me about your book you know no <laughs> yeah but I mean honestly on a serious note and I don't condone this as it is you know because you know suicide is just like you know, quitting it's like AA you know, it's like for quitters, you know, just try to do it cold turkey and get through it. You know, I never really had like a sensible reasoning on my podcast. Now I figured, okay, I'm going to go and do this. Do this <laughs> right, you know, as it is. But, you know, I don't want anybody going like, oh, well, you know, he thinks suicide's great. You know, and I'm like, no. I mean, for a movie, it's great for a movie and all that. I don't want real people to do it. No, like, I, think, I think it sucks that like now we have to make these like you know we have to preface the things we say with like you know don't get mad like what happened to the days where we could just say shit and 
people understood like it's a joke or we weren't being serious or we weren't like advocating it like that's that that's something we um, on our podcast talk about a lot like this whole cancel culture thing we just do not get it yeah i mean like i said i'm never like a political person i'm not like a religious person but i don't want to get uh sl- i don't know, say slander or anything like that but you know, it's like I, they're gonna take like my my shit out of context. Yeah, like I'm joking around at certain mm-hmm. points, but then they're gonna say, "Oh, well, you know, he said this." I'm like, "No, I didn't say it like this. I said it like this, just to be funny about it." You know, but it's not really a funny thing. You know, it's but you know, in my my opinion, I laugh about everything. I take everything and I I I, I just laugh about it. You know, if I think that something's all I mean yeah I get pissed off I'm like you know my girlfriend can contest to that you know that I can you know because I just got like pissed off at like certain things that you know on the way home and all that and she goes I'm stressed out because you're stressed and I'm like all right you know I'll try not to get stressed out you know but I I try to make fun of everything as it is you know and it, it, it makes makes you we call it a better I'm not, I'm not a better person, but it makes you, you know, makes your life go a little bit better. You know, if you make a lot of, make fun and have some jokes and, and whatnot. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, I can pretty much laugh at everything and the stuff that, see, this is what I don't get. Like, like, I don't like George Lopez. I oh. just don't like, I don't like his comedy. Personally, I think the majority of his comedy is racist. Mm-hmm. But I'm not about to cancel them. And I do something which everyone else can do. For some reason, they don't. I don't watch him. Like, I don't purposely go out and watch things that piss me off. I never understood people that did that either. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah, there, there's like, you know, you know look, if, you, if you say like that, but then you have George, Car- George Cohen and he pissed everybody off. Yeah. You know? But, I mean, he does have legitimate strife. You know, like like legitimate, uh, you know, uh, uh, stuff. You know, like he'll talk about it, and you're like, okay, yeah, you know, he is right about that. You know, but you know, he is like vulgar in certain points, and it, you know, and then you got Andrew Ice Clay. I mean, he's vulgar, but he just does it so he can get like the uh, the publicity of it all. Yeah, but you know, it's like, and he does like the. You know, little Miss Muffet sat on my top, you know, like that kind of thing, you know. And he ate my curds and wait, you know. Yeah, along came a spider who said, What's in the bowl, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, Oh shit, goddamn. You are a gassy motherfucker. It's that tea, I, isn't it? Yeah, it is. No, it's not. Dude, it could be anything. I mean, I, I can drink soda, which I'm trying not to do, like, like A&W root beer. You know, sponsor ANW root beer. <laughs> um, you know, I would drink that and any kind of like soda, even Dr. Pepper, and uh, <laughs> and then uh, we call it you know, just like you know, just like burp it like crazy. You know, I never done it when I was younger. I can never burp when I was younger. Yeah, we do get gassy as we get older. I, I guess that's what it is. I'm like, you know, because I'm like burping like it's nothing. You know, it's like. Just, you know, and I don't, and then a lot of people are like it's better it comes at that end than not the other end. And I'm like, well, that's true too. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, you're just not around for the other end. Yeah. I try. 
<laughs> my, my girlfriend's happy actually she goes I'm glad that you're burping <laughs> <laughs> because when you sleep forget about it I'm like yeah okay alright you know, I'll just burp you know, and I was, <laughs> you know I was like okay if you want me to do that I'll just do that that's it you know. but I, I never and then I never knew I snore too you know it's like when you're sleeping you don't really like try to figure like oh do I snore you know yeah it's you know. usually when someone points it out. Yeah, you know, it's like, oh, because was it uh, uh, when I was <laughs> when I was playing a three man a drinking game, and uh, I don't know, you ever, you ever heard of that three man? No. Oh my god, you, you've been deprived of your young life. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because whenever, well, I'm, the the fact that I brought that one up because when I play this game, it's a drinking game, and I was like the one that usually gets passed out first. And I would sleep on a couch. And, you know, my friends would tell me the next morning that I make a ticking noise when I sleep. Like, like hmm. you know, just like you go, you know, like that. Like I'm riding a horse or something. I don't know. And I'm like, all right. And then all of a sudden now we go to my mom and dad. We're like, yeah, you snore. We can hear you in the nail room. And I'm like, really? Is that fucking bad? And I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I didn't think about that. I mean, if the neighbors would say something, then I'm like, okay, now there's a problem. But yeah, but getting back to uh, three man, uh, the name, the, the way the game goes is you grab alcohol, obviously, um, get a nice round table like like this one I have here. You know, and you get a whole bunch of friends and you get dice, and if you can ever find the Noid. Now, if you don't know what the Noid is, the Noid is the map. Are you talking about the? Are you talking about Domino's Pizza Noid? Exactly. So the Noid, and they have oh, a okay. figure. So you use the figure in that whole thing. So uh, basically, it's a dice game. You roll like a two and a one. You're automatically three man. Hmm. So whenever somebody else now you don't do anything else you, you roll on two to one you automatically three in, the next person goes they roll and if it's like six and so, i forgot what the rules were but any game of free man is the different kinds of rules that you make up so you know like say six and a three could be like okay that's where you make a rule and you're like okay when three when three man drinks then then uh you know you know, Big Nick has to like, you know, Sharon's earlobe, you know, or oh. something like that. And then it just goes on. And then it's like, it's like a clusterfuck of different shit. But then when you're going around and if you fuck up, then you, then you have to drink again. But then three man can be drinking more, you know, cause three comes up a lot, you know? So the dice says three on it, boom, you're drinking. But if somebody rolls a two and a one, they're automatically three men, and you're you're free from the game as it is. But you can do the rules as well. But if you fuck up, I think three. I think I guess it's three times or four or five, whatever. They had now my friends are fucked up. I tell you right now because they would have a shot glass full of five different alcohols in one uh, jar, Ugh. and it. it Five, like whatever it could be, and it's in the maraschino cherries. So if you fuck up, you take a maraschino cherry. But if you fuck, no, that's what it was. If you fuck up like three times, you get a maraschino cherry. If you fuck up more than three times, 
you do the shot of the juice of the man. Oh, man. And let me tell you, I took a shot of the juice. <laughs> and and you, you ever wondered when you're just sleeping in a, a a rolling chair, you know, that has wheels like like you know that has the armrest and all that, and then next thing you know, your head pops like this, and then somebody puts a paper wall on your lip, and you have you know, <laughs> <laughs> and it just blows like that <laughs> to the point where the dog got drunk, and you know, the dog was drinking. Uh, we call the Joe shots that fell on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> And then you're sleeping on the couch, and there's the Rottweiler of 180 pounds passed out next to you. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, that was that was uh that was Sarge. You know, you know, God rest his soul, Sarge. He was always a good one. <laughs> but uh, you know, but I, again, I digress about the whole drinking up the dogs. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that, that's how three man goes. I mean, you know. You can, I think you can look it up on YouTube or even Google it. Yeah, you know, I don't know. You know, because I don't think that has been made as in a worldwide drinking thing or something. I think it's somewhere that you had to go. Yeah. You know? I was gonna say the worldwide drinking thing is like beer pong or something. Yeah. Well, no, that's beer pong, and and then there is Civil War beer pong. You know. So I don't even know if you heard about that one, Civil War beer pong. I've heard of it, but I. Uh, only in name. I have no idea how it's played. I have no nothing. Let's let's just say you should get liquored up really quick before you play this game, so then you won't feel the burns of the grass or anything that you fall on top of. Oh, sounds like a good night. Oh yeah, it's like you know you you screw up and then you try to get the ball. The person on the other side can go and tackle you to get the ball and throw it back on onto their side or whatever. So, so it's just like drunken football. It's like drunken football with cups. <laughs> yeah. And that was it. You know, like <laughs> I, I played it once and I, I, I think I twist my ankle and I'm like, eh, no more. <laughs> I'll sit here. I'll just, I'll drink my beer. And, and that was it. That's when I used to drink. But, uh, you know, now I'm just, I'm like, I'm like an alternated, uh, you know, referee. <laughs> you know, which I, I you know, now I'm like, I don't like being like the, the person driving people, you know, drinking. Yeah. I'm like, I'm just, I'm, I just want to be part of the people that's drinking. <laughs> yeah. That's somebody else fucking drive. I want to go and drink too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, somebody else call a cab. You know, I think I did that once. I think I was a designated driver. And then uh, it, it turned out that I had to go and get, you know, a cab myself. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's never good. No, it's never good. I, I, what, what is your uh, drinking, as, as my friends would call it? Oh, you're you're drinking war stories. You know, do you have any drinking war stories? Oh God, yes. Um, <laughs> Please do tell the the psychiatrist of drinking. <laughs> I mean, I. Oh, get on get on the couch now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, which shit show do you want to know? I I used to. Um, that sticks on your mind. So I think I think. Votes. Um, I used to uh, vomit a lot, and then I would, I would get mad that I vomited up my liquor, so I would keep drinking. I've done that. Yeah. But I also drank like. There's, um, there's a whiskey called Barrett's whiskey. Hmm. It is six dollars a fifth. It is just straight 
like a step above the toilet cleaner that I'm going to use to clean my vomit. Like it is just garbage. I used to drink two fifths of those a day. Yeah. It sounds like a my Friday night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you know, it's bad when, um, cause I used to work at the park district and there's a bunch of homeless people at the park district. And when I told them I drank Barrett's whiskey, they were like, Oh dude, that's, yeah. There's something wrong there. You know it's bad when the homeless people are like, yeah. I won't even touch that. What do you think made us out here? <laughs> That's yeah. the shit that made us fucking be on the street. <laughs> oh, there goes my see, we talk about alcohol and now my wallet fell in my fucking ass. <laughs> it's like you alcohol. My wallet just But yeah, I mean I there's there's so many stories of like like one time I remember and this, this goes to show you how weird it is to be drunk. Um, I was driving my friend home who was sober and I was not sober. And I said, hold on, I got to pull over, pulled over, vomited my guts out. And was like, all right, I'm good. And my friend was like, do you want me to drive? And I was like, no, I'm fine. We go a hundred feet and I'm like, oh, nope, got to puke, puke again. And then I'm like, no, I'm, I'm good. And I drove him home yeah. like that drunk. Yeah, I think I got I got pulled over like so many times, like near my house. I was like maybe around the corner of my house, and I always got pulled over. And the guy's like, "All right, just go, you know, whatever." And the worst one I've to this day we call it. I've never never done this again. And I think I I drank like three pitches of beer through a straw. Not, not 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 a uh, not using a mug or anything. I just because my friends are like, listen, you're using a straw. We give you one that's really cool. So they went to Taco Bell and they got the curly straw, you know, <laughs> like kids had, you know, when we were younger, you know. But this one had an eyeball. It was like Halloween edition. You know, they had the eyeball in the middle, and you could take the eyeball and roll it down the bar, you know. <laughs> so, I, so I had this eyeball thing and I put it in the in the, the thing, you know, the pitcher. And I drank like three pitches of that. We could, you know, no problem. Just walking around like a Viking, you know, <laughs> you know, with a straw because I've never seen a straw when you're a Viking. And then, uh, then all of a sudden, uh, then I had like two or three shots of Jägermeister on top of that. Oh. And uh, oh, that's 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 a that's liquid medicine right there. You know. That's, oh. That, that cures every fucking ailment you have. <laughs> as long as it's fucking freezing ass cold. Well, yeah, no, that's what I mean. It wasn't going to be like warm. You know? That's only when you go camping. When you're going <laughs> camping and it's warm, you're going to have to do what you got to do. Yeah. That's <laughs> but true. I was driving home and like I said, I was around the corner, but then I made, there's a street that comes up like when you go over the train tracks and then you go over and then there's a street right next to the train tracks. So that would be like the road I usually take, you know, it goes like a back way. So I'm going like that and I'm like, okay, I'll make a right, no problem. And then all of a sudden I make a right. And I'm like, why is the road so bumpy? And I'm like, the road was never this fucking bumpy before. And it's really bad when you see a train light right in front of you. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know? And I'm like, dun, dun, dun. I'm like, oh. and then you sober up really fucking fast. And then you're backing up and you're like, 
and then you know you back up and then you're like you're going you're like oh, oh god i almost i almost bought it there you know and then the same people that i was hanging out with was people that i went to work with it was like it was like an after work party kind of thing yeah so and then it was a girl that i got her number and we were like friends and, and all that and i think because you know we just went down there just uh have a good time or whatever and i called her up and i'm like oh i i, I'm, I think i'm not gonna drink ever again <laughs> you know, and this was this was like when i was like 23 24 or something like that you know 48 so now i've done something like more crazier shit than than that but it, it's yeah that was like that was like that was one of the craziest ones that I've done, and then the drink. Now you're talking about whiskey, the the, the certain whiskey and all that. The fifth, there was. Now we had this game, and it's always a game with me. I don't know, but we go to the bar, and they're like, "All right, listen, there's a shot book, shot glass book, and it's like one to forty. So you pick. They get a, a, the stir straws, and they they you know they they tear one, and it's like you you pick the short straw basically. So you go in there, you pick it, and if you get the short straw, and you're like, you pick number whatever, one. And then they make the drink. They don't tell you what's in it. They make it. And then they hand it to you, and you drink it, and then you take the, they take the five dollars. Now, back then, it was like five dollars. Now, it's probably 15, you know, because I haven't really been in bars to see how much how much uh, we call a shot glass was. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, they'll take, you put like $20 down, that's good for like, you know, like four shots or whatever. And then, uh, but then all of a sudden after we go into that whole thing of uh, the shot glass and then it got to me. So then I go and, and do all this, like, you know, I'm like, oh, short straw, cool. Let me get a, let me get the number 40. You know, it's like, all right. Now, this is the funny shit. They're making it. Now, there's a woman that's behind the bar. She's, like, serving everybody else. And she comes over to see what's going on. The guy's making it. And he's, like... (laughs) And then hands it to her. And and then they hand it off to people. Now, I'm, I'm like, I'm over here. I'm, like, right here. Now, the bar goes around this way. So, he hands it to this person over here. And it made it to my way and then my friend came over to me and my best friend for years he's like listen you're gonna have to hold your nose when you drink this I'm like how bad is it and he goes it smells fucking bad and I'm like well I said 40 so it went from the least to the worst mm-hmm. and I'm like okay and I downed it I swear and I used to smoke cigarettes you know so I was like I couldn't inhale cigarette I could not put it on my lip it was like my tongue was numb, my lip was numb. Uh, you know, you could smell like once you you once you drink it, it's like the aroma just like you know, like this ghastly ghost was living in my my internal organs and just escaped <laughs> and saying, "Oh fuck this shit, I'm out of here." You know, like like my my innards said no, <laughs> like. <laughs> Like I had an exorcism, uh, you know, by myself. <laughs> That's what it felt like, you know. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, "All right, so what's in it?" And he's like, "Okay, well, tequila." I'm like, "Well, what kind of tequila?" Because 
there's many different kinds of tequila, and I hate the 1800 tequila. I hated that kind of passion. And I think that's what it was. An 1800-year-old uh, tequila, 151, uh, I, I, it's, it's like a, uh, I don't know if it's a whiskey or something. I forgot what it is. I think it's a oh, rum. Yeah, it's like 151, you know, like that, and Tabasco sauce. That doesn't sound bad. It doesn't sound bad, no. But once you, you know, get it in your gullet, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, you, you definitely want to go and ask for a priest. You know, have you heard of the? Uh, have you heard of the drink, the smoker's cough? <laughs> I'll tell you, yeah, I know because I found out from a, a YouTube um, group called Try Guys. I don't know if you know who they are. Oh, no. They're, oh, wait, hold on. I got the book. Hold on. Hold on. I wrote it down because I did this to my girlfriend's me test. Now she's like, oh, you're going to tell everybody else about it. Like, no, he brought it up. <laughs> I have it written down here. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I made notes again like I did. There's a story behind the smoker's cough? No, no, no. I, it, it tells you what's in it. Oh, 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 okay. No, no, yeah, no. I, I know what's in it. It's no, no, disgusting. No, I got other ones that they did. Oh, really? Yeah, there's other ones that are nastier than what that is. I mean, so for the audience, Smoker's Cough is Jägermeister with a teaspoon or tablespoon Table. of mayonnaise. Yes. Ugh. Yeah, yeah but then uh, we call it the Try Guys is... Oh, let me write that down. You know, I gotta, uh, tag those motherfuckers right too. So, uh... Try Guys is basically what the name is uh, symbolizes. Basically, Try Guys, they try anything. They'll try, you know, being drag queens. They'll try being, you know, drunk in, in a stadium. They'll be, you know, high during driving, you know, but it's in a controlled environment. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then now they're doing, like, the most grossest fucking alcohol drinks there is. And Smoker's Cough is one of them. <laughs> now we get to the hot Mexican hooker. <laughs> Oh, please do hot, tell. All right. Hot Mexican hooker has half ounce of hot sauce, one ounce of tequila, and a splash of tuna juice. Oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> and oh, that's so like, gross. Why the tuna juice? Why the... Uh, oh. <laughs> You're like, oh, the... Mix, the oh, the hooker. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yes, yes. And then, well, this one I think everybody everybody has done this at one point. Cement mixer. What's that? It's a, a liqueur, chocolate, like Bailey's chocolate uh, liqueur. With uh, That's one shot glass. And another shot glass is key lime juice. So what you do is you put, you take the, uh, the chocolate and you put it in your mouth. Like you take the shot, you put it in your mouth. But you don't swallow it, but then you take the key lime juice and you put it on top of it. So when you put those two together, it's like a cement mixing coagulant. Oh, really? So it coagulates while, you know, in your mouth. So it's like like cottage cheese, like forming almost, like the feel of it. That's From interesting. What I heard, what I heard that's what I heard. Um, then the, the next one is Amber Moon. Not Amber Moon the Wrestler. You know, but Amber Moon and not Amber Moon, the cousin of Sailor Moon. <laughs> it's Amber Moon, you know, and this is like one raw egg. 
three ounces of bourbon and a half ounce of Tabasco sauce. That's like a breakfast of champions, man. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what it sounds like. Yeah, it's like, you know, like, mm, okay. And then you then you taste, and they taste it. Like the one guy's like, oh, I like it. You know, I like the whole bourbon. I could drink the whole fucking thing with the egg. You got protein. You know, Tabasco sauce, okay, yeah, it's just a little taste. But, you know, defibrillator toy, you know. And then we get to the fun part, the fun one. We haven't gotten to the worst one yet, but the alligator sperm is the fun one. Uh, one, te- I think it's one teaspoon or one, no, I think one tablespoon of cream, half ounce of pineapple juice, and a half ounce of uh, Midori melon liqueur. So if that you look at this, too bad, it, no, it's like eh, I would say it's like a fruity kind of shot drink, it's like melon ball, you know, like I don't know, oh, yeah, but it's like that. You know, but you have the cream, so it does look like sperm, you know, or, uh, you know, come in the eye or something like that. <laughs> or as Danny D was like, that hurts the eyeball. <laughs> <laughs> it burns. It burns. <laughs> you know, I, I heard that. I'm like, really? Them porn stores really do that so well. You know, it's no problem. Put it in, yeah. Put it in my face. Anyway, <laughs> so now we're getting into the Kim Jong-un nuclear bomb oh please do tell yes so now i'm just going to go with the liquid parts on this for the, the beginning so we're gonna have mcdonald's milkshake all right i'm with you a lot of vodka with you okay now we're going to get to the other ingredients one big mac mcdonald's fries mcdonald's apple pie I think I know where this is going. And the barbecue sauce. And you stick that all in the blender. Yep. And you were talking about puking before. This is what it looks like when you did it, probably. Probably. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's the Kim Jong-un nuclear bomb, folks. And they tried that shit? Oh, they tried it. Yes, they did. Oh, <laughs> so gross. It's it just like... It, it's like they, they did a hot Mexican hooker just to say, hey, you know, okay, this is good. Cement mix, you're like, oh. And especially for the for one or two of them that are lactose intolerant, <laughs> that didn't go well. No, I bet not. <laughs> you know, the smokers call, you know, there's like one or two of them that were like, yeah, that was good. You know? And then the Amber Moon, you know, and they told him, like, it's Amber Moon. You know, <laughs> alligator sperm, they were just having a good old time with that one. But then they got to the thing to like, and they have to guess what's in it. And then you'll hear it going, ding, ding, ding. You know, like whatever they get right. <laughs> so, but I don't know what the whole story behind it. But I said that, I said that to a uh, uh, film rate. And they wrote, and he, and he typed it in his computer and everything else. And, you know, he goes, I'm going to try something. I'm gonna, I, got, I got a message on. I'm like, listen, have you tried any of those drinks that we talked about? And if you did and you put it on the show of your show, let me know. Yeah. Did you, did you talk to Jim? Was it Jim? Yeah. Film Rage? Yeah. yeah. Fucking Jim is a great guy. I don't know if you listened to the episode we had him on, but he, it was his first time on our podcast. Danny, we were talking about Canada 
and Danny D said something like, "Oh, you know, I don't, I don't know this because I'm not a nerd." And Jim just real quick fired back was like, "Well, you could read a fucking book." It's like, oh God, I love you, Jim. <laughs> that guy's hilarious. That guy's good. He probably will try it too. Oh yeah, no, no, definitely. I mean, I believe him. We caught. He was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm like, go ahead. I mean, I won't be able to try it because I don't drink anymore. But you know, it should be funny as hell. Yeah. <laughs> and especially he has like some of the guys because he said that we caught. He didn't want me to go on there because of the fact that they watch a lot of movies. Mm-hmm. So, but um, yeah, you know it's funny that that we we're gonna end on that. You know, we're gonna end on the drinks. <laughs> That's fine. I mean, I mean, we really can't top it. The fact that I said, "Have you heard of Smoker's Cough?" and then you're like, "Well, let me do you one better. Let me throw you a Mexican hooker, <laughs> something." <laughs> yeah, I should have just done. I just, I should have, I should have just done one. And that was it, you know. But we call it the Jim, the Kim Jong Un. We call it, that's like, that's like, hey, you know, you want to party, yeah, <laughs> you know, and still go to McDonald's, you know. Yeah, fucking a. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, hey, listen, can I have this and this and this and the, and then you just you just hold on to the vodka bottle when you're walking into McDonald's, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, like, listen, can I have the milkshake? Can I have the the Happy Meal and all that? The Big Mac meal and. It's like, yeah, but what's with the vodka? This is going to go into the whole thing in one mixer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to have the whole thing, and it's going to come out the same way. <laughs> the, the front side or the back side? <laughs> but uh, please tell everybody where they can find you, Sharon, Rob, Danny D, you know, uh, where you're going to where you can be at or where they can find you and merch and whatever else that comes to mind all right um so follow the podcast we're on twitter at gag on this underscore pod uh same with instagram um and i'll be honest just follow me at the big nick j um i'm on there more as myself than the podcast i'll usually just hop on the podcast and retweet my shit um you can find us anywhere we're on youtube uh, we release episodes on YouTube two days before it's released on podcast platforms. Not only can you hear it two days before, but you get to see our lovely faces. Uh, Danny D was dressed as Little Red Riding Hood, um, which essentially just meant she was a walking pair of titties. Um, oh, wait, I'm watching that right after this. <laughs> yeah, she she has uh, double G's or G's, whatever. They're, they're ungodly. But Jesus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um and uh let's see danny d's instagram is rad chick forever uh sharon is res the number one d-e-r rob doesn't have one um because he's lame uh oh, he doesn't like, have like a social media at all right yeah uh he has one for his podcast but since right. he's not on here i'm not gonna plug it so fuck him um yeah. <laughs> And then also like and follow us on Facebook uh, at Gag on This Pod, and that's it. Uh, yeah, I mean, guys, you can follow me like you always do, or you know, or I think you do. I'm not sure, but you go to at Podcast Tattoo Squid uh, YouTube, you know, Tattoo Squid Podcast, and then you got Instagram Tattoo Squid Dot Podcast. 
there's other stuff, and then you have Linktree, which is basically L I N L I N K T R dot E E back uh, forward slash. Where would they call it? You know, slash uh, <laughs> Tattoo Squid Podcast, and then you see like everything else in there from uh, Threadless Store, which is Tattoo Squid dot Threadless dot com. Uh, buy me a coffee. Um, and whatever you see that that's cool and leave a message and you know you want to be on the podcast let me know and we'll talk about whatever you want to do or whatever goes in your life and help bring a couch and you know I'll be a psychiatrist for like an hour (laughs) or something I'm not licensed for it but you know I'll I'll give my two cents (laughs) which my fee is 20 bucks no I'm just kidding but (laughs) I'm a cheap I tell you right now. But anyway, <laughs> uh, all right. You now, thank you for Big Nick for being a part of the show. Um, this will be coming out in a couple weeks. It's not like how you you guys do it, where it's like two days after this. And I want to tell this to everybody else because they're probably figuring like, oh, how come it doesn't come out like, like everybody else's? Because every episode I do, it's like Friday and Saturday. I try to do two for the, you know, Friday and Saturday. That way it covers every week that, you know, goes on. So at least I have some, I have content every week. Yeah, that's the way to do it. You know, that way it's, it's, uh, you know, and then also I'll try to do like a podcast, like in the week, if I could, you know, which I did one with, uh, there's a guy named uh, Randy Savage, uh, you know, BLM uh, something, but he, has a podcast called uh, Cult 45. You know, like Cult 45, but it's Cult 45 podcast. Oh, cool. And they, they do everything from movies to... Uh, they just joke around about everything. Anime, comic books, you know, you name it. They, you know, And he, he was a fucking awesome person to talk to as well. And you were an awesome person as well to talk to. And everybody that talked to is awesome. You know, I haven't had one bad you know talk at all you know it was like awesome crap you know I mean on my side you know they probably looking at me like okay what the hell is this guy gonna do now and I'm like yeah, that's <laughs> the whole thing is but I'm like nobody knows because even I don't know I just make it up on the spot you know so but uh like I said uh, I'm gonna go we're gonna go and you know, I'm not going to say take a break because pretty much that's it. Um, so I'm going to shut down and then uh, I'm going to, we're going to, me and Nick are going to chat a little bit, you know, after. And Sounds then, good. Uh, you know, so everybody have a good night. Take it easy. Hear from the kitchen. And the reason why I'm in the kitchen because it's like after hours. So I usually do this like in the bedroom wise, you know, for like afternoons or whatever. So at least a nice, comfortable setting. But my girlfriend's probably sleeping right now. and you know, that's why I'm doing in the kitchen. <laughs> All right. So, excuse me. There goes an old burp. I guess he, uh, guess he stayed here. I guess he squid. Um, <laughs> everybody. So, everybody have a good night. And, Peace. Uh, Happy New Year! Hey, squiddies. That was a show. Thanks for listening. Take it easy. Wait.
You still here? The show's over. You can go now. It's done. There's nothing else. Really? I'm not kidding you. I'm about to go to sleep. Well, take it easy. After the beep. Beep. <laughs>